0: Joined this afternoon by Kyle Larson after an eventful Sunday at Pocono. We kind of just touched on it briefly before I hit record here, but the end of the race obviously didn't go your way, and, and kind of read what you saw, uh, what you said uh, to to racer earlier today. But in your eyes, how did the Denny Hamlin incident kind of unfold to you, and and how are you feeling afterwards?
1: I mean, I still feel the same about it. I, if anything, even. Worse about it just because you know, I, now I've had time to listen to what he said and, and you, know, a few of the things as far as I had an option to lift, which I did, he didn't touch me, which he did. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm probably a little bit more uh, frustrated now than I even was yesterday, but um, it doesn't change the result, you know. It uh, I, honestly, I mean, I, I expected it um in turn one just because he was successful with it last year with ross um i just thought i thought he would race me a little differently than he did to ross but um apparently not so now i just i know that going forward and and know how know how he races
0: so the the race yesterday as a whole kind of played out unique from a strategy perspective with you know, the beginning of stage two, you, you have essentially had, you know, 20 ish laps of caution with those early incidents there, but you know, how do you feel like the whole, the whole race played out and, and, you know, what are you taking away at least on the positive side from, from yesterday at Pocono?
1: Yeah. I mean, well, our race was very interesting because you know, we were one of those cautions. Um, we were actually that the last little, you know, of the few cautions that happened in yeah, the beginning yeah. of stage two, the last one, uh, where we got spun and and gotten backed in the wall a little bit, got some damage, but then you know from there had to figure out how to gain track position. um and you know it's really it, it's impossible to to drive from back what we did to the lead by just purely passing people, but sure. we're able to you know get off strategy a little bit um from the lead pack guys on on fuel, so we we're able to have shorter pit stops than them as the race progressed and that's how we got our track position and then ultimately got to the lead. So um, super proud of the, the team's effort there and, and coming up with the, the winning race strategy um, after we were, you know, dealt kind of a bad hand there to start the second yeah. stage. So um, the day, the day could have been really good. You know, we lucked into winning the second stage because of fuel strategy and then the caution coming out late. And then, you know, if we don't get run into the wall, you know, we, we win or run second, third and, and have a, sure. you know, the best day of, of, of anybody. So you know, sh- could have, should have, would have didn't play out that way and um, whatever, but you know, we still got a playoff point, all that, you know, our, our day could have been a lot worse than it actually ended up being. Um, so, you know, just kudos to Cliff, Adam, Cal, all the engineers at the track, the shop for coming up with the right strategy and then you know, pit crew executing quick pit stops and all of that to uh get us in position to win
0: so your your season as a whole I, I guess kind of the thing that sticks out to me is your your crazy accident earlier this year where the side of your car essentially became pretty pretty exposed after that that contact and i know nascar was going to go back and kind of discuss with you and and kind of review what happened are you you know comfortable with the direction of the the safety of the new car and everything you know, whatever discussions you've had since since that accident earlier this year
1: well, I think, I think we're all pleased that, you know, after that wreck, um, and even before it, you know, NASCAR, I think was trying to find ways to make the yeah. cars a little bit, uh, safer. Um, because they're the way they were, were, you know, the new cars were a, a lot more unsafe. Um, I feel like than than the previous car, as far as, you know, the impacts and how we feel them through our body. Um, Sure. You know, there's, there's a lot to it too. That was better. But anyways, after the towel day wreck, yeah, I mean, they moved quickly, which I, I liked to see. I think all of us like to see how quickly they moved to, you know, make modifications to the race cars, which I think have been fully implemented now as of a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So um yeah, no, no, that part of it's good, but I, I hope they continue to um, dive deeper into the safety of, of this car or whether they have to fully modify and, and make massive changes to it to, to make it even better. But um, I'm not an, an engineer also, so I don't know the right things to do. I can just tell you when you hit a wall with this car versus the old car, if a car hits you, it uh, it hurts a lot more than, than the previous car.
0: Is there a particular change from the old car to the new car that is causing you know, when, and I've heard it on the radios when, when guys say, go like, you know, holy shit, I've never hit that hard in my life. Like, is there, you know, is it suspension? Is it the body? I mean, I don't know if you, if you, if you know, yeah, but from I, your I, standpoint.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the cars are just way stiffer. Um, okay. The chassis itself, the, you know, the old, the old car, especially the rear impacts, the rear impacts are, are much worse in this car than the old one. You, yeah, that's why you've seen, way more concussions um these days you know the last year and a half or almost two years now um of just because the rears of the cars are way stiffer than than the old style cars so but yeah I mean like I said it's uh it's a bummer that that it is or it is more unsafe than the old car but you know they they realize it and and NASCAR is trying to to fix it so um you yeah, know, that's, that's great, um, that they do have our safety in mind, but, um, yeah, just got to keep, uh, as, as they do, I mean, every week they're, they're diving into the series and how to make it better. And, and safety is a big part of it.
0: So kind of going off slightly off topic, you race a lot of different cars. You've raced a lot of different cars in your career. You're jumping into the Indy 500 next year, which I'll ask about in a second. If you were to look around the world and you're like, listen, I, I even if it's just a test day, is there one you know racing series you'd love to just you know rip a car around the track for a little bit?
1: Uh that you haven't? Gosh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I have. I've raced a lot of different types of cars, but there's obviously a lot more cars out there I haven't raced. But um, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm really excited about the IndyCar opportunity next yeah. year with McLaren, uh, Motorsports, and yourcars.com. Um, having, you know, being in a Chevy for that's gonna be really cool. Um, so that's, I mean, that's obviously it's on my my radar. It's on my schedule. So that's the one I'm looking forward to the most. So I haven't thought much outside of that. What else to run? Um, so I don't know. I mean, I I don't think driving a Formula One car is a a realistic, uh, opportunity, (laughs) but, um, it would be, it would be amazing if, if that ever came about, but I highly doubt as a 31 you know almost 31 year old american <laughs> i don't think that opportunity is ever going to come
0: <laughs> yeah it seems more and more elusive for for racers on on this on this side of the world but you know speaking of mclaren and you know the hendrick operation how long did it take for that op, you know, that program to come together before it was you know finally announced earlier this year
1: uh i don't know exactly the details but you know it was more than a few months uh for sure, sure so um just, I think, you know, I, it needed to be with the Chevrolet team. Um, yeah. You know, I wanted to do it with a competitive team. So, yeah, you know, they were able to uh, you put a deal together. And um, like I said, I'm just super excited about it. They were, you know, watching this year, seeing how fast they were too. I mean, that makes you even more excited. So, um, I hope, I hope they're that competitive again, you know, next season.
0: Yeah, so, you know, we kind of saw you there hanging out with Pato a little bit. You were on the, on the pit stand. You, did you kind of start asking questions, you know, a year in advance to prepare, you know, how, how immersive was your, 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 first experience at the track?
1: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't spend too much time there. Um, I didn't really want to get in anybody's way. So I was kind of just more so uh, a fly on the wall, really. Yeah, you know, I'm, sure. I'm not asked, you know, Questions a little bit, but more so just kind of listen to how they communicate differently, and just kind of taking in um, a practice day. You know, we went for uh, I don't know day two or three of, of practice, so just kind of wanted to see what that was like, how relaxed it was or not relaxed it was. Um, then I went back on race day just to get reminded how crazy the event is. So I'm glad yeah. I did all of that.
0: Yeah, is there obviously the race is the most you know exciting part of the sunday but with all the pageantry and tradition is there you know are you excited to just get to experience a full indy 500 race day you know from you know the cannon going off at six in the morning and now they have fireworks at six in the morning to you know back home again in indiana and and everything else involved is there you know is that also exciting to you have somebody in your shoes who's you know going to be racing in it for the first time
1: yeah well I mean, honestly, I I don't think I get to get the full experience, right? Because <laughs> I've got to get out of there as soon as the race is over to yeah. get back to Charlotte from the 600. So both times I've ever been to the Indy 500, yeah, I went in 2013 uh, with Chip Ganassi okay. yep. and we jetted out of there like as soon as the race was over <laughs> and uh, flew to Charlotte to catch the 600. And then, you know, this this year when I was there, I only got to stay for about 50 laps and had to leave. So I've never really truly got to experience a, the event, yeah. you know, from 6 yeah. a.m. to, you know, 10 p.m. or whatever when it yeah. finally dies down. So um, and I won't get to do that again next year, but maybe, you know, me having an experience of jetting out of there fast is, uh, is good <laughs> and I uh, mean for next year
0: well there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at Luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase in necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Hi, my name is Andy Billman. And this is the
0: Believe in the Land Podcast. A weekly look back at the week
1: that was in Cleveland Sports. The highs. OOH Guardians Clap! Guardians clap! The lows. I've been asked on this channel all the time, when are you going to panic? Panic button's been hit! And everything in between. I directed a film that came out in 2016 called Believe Land. And we love our sports here in Cleveland, Ohio. Thank you, God! Check in for weekly podcasts and so much more. What the hell was that tonight? All in, all day, every day. Go Cleveland. Believe in the land.
0: All right, so I'm going to go totally off of racing here. This is definitely the toughest question we ask every driver. You're going to add a song to our our podcast Spotify playlist. It's something that either you're you're jamming out to right now, you listen to before a race. You have total okay. total um, you know, authority to add whatever you want. Todd Gillin added something last week. I forget. It's it's all over the place. EDM, metal, country. It's it's a little bit of everything
1: uh gosh i don't know the one that comes to mind and people probably laugh but it's because my kids <laughs> my kids have it stuck in their their heads from uh a commercial on tv i think it's a chevy commercial but uh it's laney wilson heart like a truck so okay, they good. sing it all the time, stuck in my head um too you know sometimes but um i don't know lately when i've been working out i actually have i'll have spotify up and the uh, I just discovered big booty mix, um, on Spotify it's, <laughs> it's uh, a good one. It's kind of a, it, they remix a bunch of, I mean, all sorts of songs, EDM, yeah. the country to rock, rap to all of it. And they, you know, mix in. It's just, it's, it's really good. It's good. It's good energy for, for working out.
0: I will, uh, report back on that. I'm going to the gym in about two hours here. So, um, I think that'll, I think that'll be on my list. So just just a couple more and I'll, and I'll I'll give you back the the your your afternoon here but um you know rewinding many years ago before you got into racing what was your you know what was your inspiration you know what was the what what, did, what made Kyle Larson fall in fall in love with racing all those years ago
1: Uh that's a good question um I don't know when I think back to like when I started racing go karts and stuff when I was you know 7 8 years old really, I think it was just the friendships. Like I, I just could not wait to get to the racetrack on Saturday to see all my friends. You know, all my friends were from the, not all my friends, but majority of my friends were from, from the dirt track. So I just, I remember the weeks being so long and I couldn't wait to just get there and play with them and make memories and then also get to race and, and compete against Sam and, and, try and win and have success all of that. And then, um, you know, as that progresses, as you get older, nothing really changes, sure. right? Like yeah. all my, all my best friends are still from when I was seven, eight years old racing with them at, you know, cycling speedway or red bluff. And, um, you know, I still get to race with a lot of them today, you know, when I go race dirt track stuff. So, yeah. um, yeah, nothing's changed. It's and, and then two, once you have kids, you get to relive all that through, through like your parents' eyes, you know, seeing them build friendships and build memories. So I would say the competition, yeah, but I'd say just the the friendships and memories that were made at the racetrack was probably the most important thing.
0: Nice. We'll wrap it up with one here, one more here. Again, appreciate the time this afternoon. Is there another driver out there in any racing series right now that you look at and you go, you know, I want to emulate his on-track activity i want to emulate you know how he handles adversity you know any you know whether it's on track or off track that you go like you know i you know really appreciate everything you know, this guy stands for or this lady stands for
1: yeah um well i i don't know about right in this moment but
0: yeah or um, it could be a pass driver
1: yeah i think in the past you know i got to race with jimmy johnson um you know he was still winning championships and races all the time yeah. and and he's just was such a good guy. Like, you know, you never really saw him get into altercations or sure, you know, he would get frustrated with drivers or fr- even frustrated with me on track or whatever. <laughs> but he was he was never he was never arrogant. And um, I feel like I try to be like him. You know, I probably don't do nearly as good of a job at being, you know, a good good guy all the time but i want to be a great race car driver like him and you know i want to you know be a lot like him off the track as well so i would say when i really think about myself i feel like you're going through moments like yesterday i feel like you know i I am a lot like jimmy in that sense you know so um but you, you can always handle situations better and i'm sure jimmy thinks of times where he could have handled things better too but yeah i think he was a great uh a great role model for a lot of young race car drivers and i'm very thankful that i got the chance to race with him and and you'll be a fan of his as well
0: awesome man well listen i'll I'll wrap it there so you can get a little bit of downtime in your day best of luck the rest of the year and uh see you at a racetrack at some point yep thank you all right thanks man coming up on five minute news i'm anthony davis